Hey, Cheesemosas. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Igby. And we are the Cheesemay Cheese Queens. On pitch. Thanks. Perfect every time. <laughs> always, always, uh, always saying it together. Totally in sync. <laughs> always in sync. Thank you so much for tuning in again. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, we are covering still Married at First Sight season 13. This episode is episode four. Uh, but before we get into it, do you have any cheese, Matt Igby? No, this week I've been so busy. <laughs> I didn't even have a chance to be all in these people's business more than <laughs> the two hours that Lifetime took away from me. <laughs> no, same. I don't have any. It was a slow week. I don't have any cheese either. A lot of comments about the the episode itself. I've seen mm-hmm. all the the memes and uh, the haters, uh, which I don't blame them um, on some of these folks. Um, so if there's no cheese, we can jump on in here if you'd like. Look at us minding our own business. I know. What is I that? Feel so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a uh, episode title for us? You should be happy about this one. It's not a cheesy Texas title. You know what? There was no cheesy Texas cliches whatsoever in this episode. That is true. I was surprised. They didn't have a chance. They showed some restraint. <laughs> Don't worry. It'll be back. It'll oh, be yeah. back. I've seen the previews for the Dude Ranch. So there's that. Yeehaw. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. What's that title? The title is One Day Down, A Lifetime to Go. Sure. Sure. That's what they're going with. <laughs> Is that lifetime like trademark to go? Ah, there you go. <laughs> I'm trying. Clever. Clever. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> One of the complaints online that I've seen, and I don't know any better because I've only seen last season. Is that they're really dragging everything out. Oh my God. Like, why are we watching the same, like literally the same scenes again? Yeah. Like you already showed this last week. Why are you showing it again? Like multiple times for yeah. each time. Yeah, they're really, I don't know if it's, you know, cause it's COVID times and slim picking. So they're trying to really stretch these episodes out as much as they can to fill the season. Yeah. Or what? But yeah, it's bad. Yeah, that's that's the one of the big complaints online. I thought it was crazy just that first episode when they made it three hours. I was like, really? Yeah. And then now we're just now barely getting out of the weddings and it's episode four. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about our first couple. Okay. Bao and Johnny. I'm so glad about this bedspread being like a joke from Johnny's sister and not production being racist. Yes. Because <laughs> if you remember last week, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so offensive if it, if it's from production. But no, it was a, a kind of a clever joke from, from Johnny's sister. A hundred children, a thousand, was it a thousand? Yeah. One hundred children, a thousand grandchildren. <laughs> no pressure, Bao. So, yeah, it turns out they go into the bedroom, they find, you know, this bedspread, and they're like, what the hell? (laughs) Um, But then, like you said, we find out it's a traditional Chinese wedding bed from Johnny's sister um, that has a hundred children embroidered into it. They can get started on those hundred children tonight. (laughs) Not going to happen. Yeah, no. 
Yeah, I know uh, Bao talks about how she has like a lot of barriers, um, but she really likes Johnny's approach on approaching um, on approaching their intimacy and just trying to get her to open up a little more and and just really get to know her. So, yeah, she said she'll get more comfortable, um, you know, after they spend some more time together. He definitely reassures her and tells her, you know, if I am at all making you feel un- uncomfortable, just let me know. She says she definitely will. <laughs> but they look pretty comfortable for someone who doesn't like to be touched. They're all cozy on the bed. Somewhat. And I think so, like, as the episode progresses, um, you know, they're holding hands and all of that. So I think he's chipping away at those those walls she's saying she has. That's all I have for the wedding night, really. I know she puts the little barrier, in, literal barrier in between them, the body pillow. But yeah, nothing much more on, on the wedding night. I know she says that he's so nice and so warm to her that that really is helping her kind of uh, get to the point that she's feeling a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more sure about, you know, them being together and being close. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. The next day is when it gets kind of hilarious. <laughs> Do you have texts from 10 years ago? Yes. Really? I can look at my phone, right? I don't delete texts and I don't delete contacts. Wow. Because then how are you going to know who to block? <laughs> I don't know. The oldest text in my phone is from June of 2016. Jesus. I currently have 436 contacts. <laughs> You don't delete nothing because oh. you never know. You and Bao. You never know. <laughs> you and Bao are on the same plane. It comes back. It comes back around. <laughs> well, it did um, for Johnny, whether he liked it or not. She proved uh, that she he ghosted her. So that was awkward, but hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she. they're having like breakfast in bed and she asks if he remembers the last interaction and he's just kind of like, no, I mean, it had to have been some time in college, but I don't really remember. And she's, that's when she says, you know, we have each other's numbers. And she mentions a bar called the ginger man or ginger man. I don't know. And he's like, yeah, I know of the bar. And she says he invited her out, but she didn't know if it was a friendly date or a romantic date. So she aired on the side of friendly, but he was being really flirty. And he like has no recollection of this at all. And she, he asked her when it was, and that's when she busts out the phone and is like, oh, let me look back through my text and see. <laughs> and then she texts him and then he's able to show her that I still have your number. You're still in, saved in my phone. So there's that, but she's like, that's not good enough. There's no chat history. So you deleted all my messages. And then he tried to play it off by saying, well, I, I clean my messages out every year. So I do that yeah, too. I don't I... think that's weird. I do that too, to make room on my phone. I need room for my pictures. Mm, yeah, I don't do that. Mm. <laughs> then she says after that, she had invited him out. Basically, she had like a museum membership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was saying she didn't have anybody to go with. And he's. He said, oh, I'll go with you, and then never text her again. (laughs) Like, yep, that's how they do you. That's how they do you. Yeah, 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 let's make plans. Let's do this and that. And then that's it. Nothing, crickets. Yep. (laughs) And now they're married. And now they're married. He could have saved so much time going to the museum with her and see if they hit it off. At that point, he apologizes and says that, you know, the 2021 version of Johnny is going to make it up to her. Don't worry about (laughs) 
you know, Johnny from 10 years ago. Well, it's probably good anyway. The Johnny from 10 years ago was probably immature. and The Johnny from today is <laughs> not looking so mature to me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But still, probably worse 10 years ago. I'm sure. <laughs> After that, they go and meet the friends and family of Bao. So he, he gets paired off with her brothers. Um, and again... Oh, and uh, uh, one of her female friends, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't catch her name, though. Me either. Yeah. She had glasses, though. She did. She did. Yes, she did. <laughs> she wasn't. She didn't seem very impressed with uh, Johnny, either. Not at all. She probably knows him, too. <laughs> I don't know. They tell Johnny his gift really missed the mark with Bao. And um, how incredibly disappointed she was in such a gift, because um, she's not a sports fan. Um, he says that gives her himself a pause about her reaction uh, about the gift. Like if she's having such a, a big reaction to this, you know, what what else does he have in store? You know, what else is going to make her feel this way? So he's kind of, I don't know, he, he didn't didn't quite like that. It was a pretty much a good turnoff for him. If she were to get so mad and melt down over something small. Mm-hmm. If it was something serious, like what would the reaction be? Yeah. And he said he was also mad because he said it took him a long time to think of that. <laughs> and she didn't even like it. Oh, well. So one of the things they tell him is that he can't take her reactions or attitude so personally. They want him to be a good listener. They want him to be patient. And if he's all of those things then they're probably going to, you know, go all the way. But you could tell a lot of them, you know, in the circle there, they weren't very impressed at all with Johnny's past when he brings up how he's been on a lot of first dates and and whatnot. But on on that side, I was thinking, you know, he's in his 30s. He's not married. So, of course, he's gone on a lot of first dates. Bao probably has too. Especially Bao because she's even more picky, I would think. So... But I don't think she put herself out there like that. No. The way Johnny was describing it is more like serial dating, where like mm. as soon as you find any little thing that you don't like, you drop and go to the next one. Yeah. And he even says that. He says there's no consequence when you're single if you can just keep going and keep going and keep going. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what kind of... Jarred him. Yeah. Well, they didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. Oh, well. They didn't like you at all. <laughs> Maybe they're just reserved, like Bao. Maybe so. And, you know, he, he's, it's going to take time. I don't know. It looked, you know, they didn't, their faces uh, looked like they couldn't hide their feelings whatsoever. So Bao, on the other hand, did a great job with uh, his relatives. Um, she dressed up. She was... Uh, speaking Vietnamese and really went out of her way to to find out how to greet uh, the mother and and the mom wants to be called mom which I thought was so sweet I don't call my mother-in-law mom at all (laughs) I wonder if that's a cultural thing Um, I think it is yeah yeah because I know in let me not start being wrong (laughs) (laughs) But I know in some Asian cultures, it's like she was saying, the way you greet your elders and older people Mm -hmm. in your family or in your community is a big deal. Like there's certain 
terms you're supposed to use and things like that. So I think, yeah. I think it's more, more of a cultural thing than. Okay. Um, they tell her that he's very direct. She asks about the dad and, and they basically tell him, well, he grew up without a dad. So. Yeah. They talk about how he, um, his father moved to California when, um, you know, Johnny was little. So yeah, he's basically not been, wasn't in his life as a child, mm-hmm. but now they're trying to forge more of a relationship. And before that, um, his aunt, who's the comedic relief here, was like, okay, you've been married 20 hours and 30 minutes. Any love sparks yet? <laughs> and Bao kind of laughs it off and, and says, you know, it's going well. We're doing okay. And then she jokes. It's like, she's like, it's like a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> like, how could it even be possible if somebody like John? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, you know what kind of aggravated me is like um... – you know, even though these these women are are speaking English well, you can tell that they want to speak Vietnamese. Why don't they just let them speak Vietnamese and subtitle it at the bottom? Not a big deal. Did they subtitle it anyway? On uh, just the greeting part. Mm. Yeah, okay. but I was like, you can tell. I watch it with captions. Yeah, 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 and you can you can tell that's what they want to do. So just let them, and it would probably be even better. The conversation right, would have because then they can communicate more yes, clearly. Yes, exactly. I was like, "Come on, man!" They do that all the time in ninety day, and it just drives me crazy. You can tell these people don't want to speak in English. Don't make them speak in English. Ridiculous. Hey, they're going to be on my American TV. You better speak English. <laughs> Ridiculous. Mom is very excited about the whole process, though. Very much so. She wants a, another grandson. <laughs> yep. Jumps right to it. And that's when our comedian over here. Says that Johnny can just retire and be a stay-at-home Mr. Mom. <laughs> you know, maybe he wants to do that because, uh, like we had talked previously, he did say that, you know, he's he's saving all this money. He has, it looks, sounds like he's investing a lot. And maybe that is his goal is to be a stay-at-home dad, which is kind of cool. Hey, man, if you can do it, do it. Why not? Why not? Bao hits it out of the park. Johnny, not so much. Pretty much, yeah. The next scene we see them in is uh, they're meeting up on the roof. Uh, he compliments her and, you know, it's like, oh, my goodness, you got all dolled up for, you know, my family. And she's like, of course. And she did look super, super cute. She did. I loved that dress. I know on Reddit they've been trying to ID that dress. <laughs> so if I find something out, I'll let you know. <laughs> I don't know if I can pull it off as nice as bow, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> She, he asked kind of how it went. Um, she says they went straight in with the questions. You know, are you in love yet? When are you going to have kids? Do you plan to have kids with Johnny? And he, you know, bursts into laughter. And he says, you know, he invited his aunt for that reason specifically because he knew she was going to, you know, pull the big guns and ask the hard-hitting questions. So he said that's the reason she was there. Then Bao says that she asked about his dad. Uh, Johnny says, you know, they go cut to um, like an ITM scene of him where he's kind of, you know, saying how upset he is about the whole situation. He says as much as he wants to hate his dad and wants to blame him for things that have gone wrong that he can't because that's still his dad. He still loves him. And at the end of the day, hopefully he'll come around. Then we go back to them on the rooftop. Um, Bao says that she's ready to put all her effort into, you know, getting his dad's approval. She's ready to pull out all the stops. She's ready to wear whatever (laughs) outfit she needs to wear. She can brush up on her Vietnamese if she needs to, whatever 
she can do to show she's right. That shows that she's yeah you know, going to be a good daughter-in-law. I like that. I mean, it sucks that she has to do all that, but at least she's yeah. willing to. Uh, it shows that she's she's in it. She's committed. She wants this to work. And if this small piece of the puzzle needs to be mended for Johnny to have him in as well, then she's going to do it. So then um, we're going to day two of marriage. Bao, of course, packs according to a spreadsheet. The audience is not surprised, but Johnny is highly amused. He says that she's him on steroids. <laughs> you know, he just makes a little checklist. You know, six days, six outfits. I wouldn't call that a checklist. <laughs> I wouldn't either. That's, it's not even a list, barely. <laughs> Maybe he's not explaining himself well. Maybe. I don't know. I know when I pack, I definitely make a list. Like, by day, what outfits I'm going to put together, what shoot. Not, I'm somewhere in between. I'm not <laughs> as crazy as Bao where I'm, like, clueless with the, like, automated <laughs> computer outfit matcher. <laughs> but I definitely do try to make a detailed list because I don't want to leave anything. I never used to do that. Now that I have a baby, I do that. Because if you miss one thing with the baby, you're screwed. <laughs> You are screwed. But yeah, I never really did that. I did the whole Johnny method. Okay, I'm gone for seven days. Although if I'm gone for seven days, I'm taking 10 things, 10 outfits, just to cover. You never know. You know, you might be feeling saucy one day and the next day you're not, you know. Or you spill something. Yeah, you got to prepare for every situation. Uh, my husband packs like he's freaking Mariah Carey. Oh, no, it is the worst. Although it, it did benefit me one time in Vegas when I didn't pack a jacket. And he packed two. <laughs> you would have had to have bought the jacket. I know, which that's fine. <laughs> but whatever. Um, he jokes that, you know, he'll know that she's really comfortable with him when he gets to access uh, the spreadsheets. I don't think that's ever going to happen. She's never going to give him her spreadsheet. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I know. She was like really reluctant to show him. She's like, I guess. Like, I guess because we're <laughs> married. Because she knew she was going to judge her. But he said, um, you know, it was peculiar, but funny and quirky. So they pack up and then they're off to Florida. Oh, as they're leaving the hotel, she asks, why is it called honeymoon? Johnny says it's because sweet stuff is supposed to happen. And Johnny is wrong. That is not why it is called that. <laughs> so the term honeymoon actually comes from a Scandinavian practice back in the day where the father of the bride would provide the groom with as much mead or fermented honey to drink for the first month of their marriage, which was me measured by one cycle of the moon. Hey. And that was supposed to help improve uh, conception. <laughs> of course which doesn't make sense to me because like if you're <laughs> drunk then things don't always happen the way they're supposed to <laughs> hey but don't say you didn't learn anything on this podcast <laughs> that's a fact jack there you go nice <laughs> look at us giving information like we know stuff facts <laughs> cold hard facts that's what you get here I like their little, um, what all the couples got. Like, I like their little, you know, little gift baskets. I thought they were super cute. I wouldn't wear all that stuff, but 
It's the thought that counts. <laughs> Maybe the hat. They didn't give them shirts this year. Usually they make them have matching husband wife shirts. Cheesy. They like make them wear to the airport. Those masks were stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I like my I wear my mask. I'm just saying I'm not gonna wear one with a veil on it and bow tie on my husband. That's stupid. <laughs> Nothing says just married like matching bridal COVID <laughs> masks. <laughs> Beautiful. Love to see it. On the plane, Bao's talking about how she's excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and Johnny asks, you know, what are you excited about? And she's like, you know, I'm excited to spend private time with you. And Johnny's like, private time? <laughs> eyebrow, eyebrow. <laughs> Did you hear that, guys? And it's like, of course, that's... I don't foresee that happening. <laughs> no. And then when they get to the hotel, um, he seems pretty excited that the uh, the bellhop or the bellman at the hotel calls them Mr. and Mrs. Lamb. And he's like, oh, that was cute. Super cute. So then they get to their hotel room. Then they get to the hotel. Do you put all your shoes out in a row like that? No. Oh, I thought you would because you have so many shoes. Maybe I do. It depends on how many shoes I have on a given trip. I feel like maybe I do because I don't keep them in my suitcase. I just unconsciously don't think that I'm doing it. You know, he goes back to reassuring her that he's going to go at her pace. He wants to be best friends. Well, first of all, she's like, why are you in my bed? <laughs> He's like, wait, what? Was she, but was she joking? I don't think so. You don't think she was joking? No. Well, they shared a bed earlier. Why wouldn't they share a bed now? Well, now there's two beds. There wasn't two beds before. And now that there's two beds, you can go sleep over there. And then we won't have to have the pillow dam. Do you really think that this is a honeymoon suite? This is definitely like a family resort. Yeah, like a timeshare. Yeah, you put your kids in the other room. Yeah, this is what we could get during a pandemic. (laughs) I doubt that. There's probably a lot of nice hotels in Florida. I don't know. (laughs) They're doing what they could do. Anyway, he does not want to sleep in the other kid's bedroom. (laughs) But yeah, I thought she was joking. She's like... Oh, I didn't want to. Or maybe uh, she seemed like she was being uh, courteous. She's like, well, I don't want to interrupt her sleep, which probably means that she she doesn't want to interrupt her sleep. <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> he says he, you know, wants to make it clear that, you know, again, if he's making her uncomfortable in any way to let him know, you know, he's willing to slow down, even if that means slow all the way down. And then ask her sex questions. I'm like, wait. How are you going to say, I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but what's your favorite position? Like, what? (laughs) I'm willing to slow all the way down. But are you into anal or nah? (laughs) You're saying and doing two different things, sir. Luckily, she didn't freak out about it. She seemed okay. Well, she's saying sex is on her mind, too. She doesn't know how long it's going to take her to to get to the actual act. But um, she's definitely into him. She's digging him. She says that his kisses tell her a lot about how their sex life will be. Right. And I thought it was interesting that she said their kisses that they've shared in private. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. They're doing it on the low. <laughs> but Johnny is vanilla. Did you see that coming? Yes. Did you? <laughs> yes. I don't know. He, like, portrays himself as a big dick Johnny and... He's just into vanilla kind of stuff. 
definitely not anal. He wants to make that, for the record, national television. He doesn't want it. Put it in your butt. <laughs> Thank you for letting us know. Yes. And she likes that. She's 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 relieved. <laughs> she's like, oh, good. I didn't know if we had to have that conversation. It's kind of where they ended. <laughs> so weird. They're like, okay, let's go to bed. And then they get into bed together. And yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> At least they're having a conversation about it. I appreciate that. Because, you know, it's going to be so much better when they know what each other likes. Right. So, good luck. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. Um... Do you think they're going to smash on their honeymoon? How long do we think this honeymoon is? Like five or six days? Yeah, I'd say like a week. Five to seven days. I don't think they're going to make a home run. Maybe they might touch a couple bases. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Because I think she's, yeah, I think she's digging them. I think it might get to third base. Next couple, Rachel and Jose. Rosé. Rosé. All right. This guy. I never thought I could cringe so much in one episode. He's a weird character. <laughs> He's so strange. Weird leprechaun man. <laughs> weird Mexican leprechaun. <laughs> I don't understand him. I don't get it. But it's not for me to get. Anyway. She seems to dig it. Which so. I also do not understand. I don't either. I'm like, girl. No. Yeah, I cringed at her quite a few times too. Where I'm like, are you hearing what you're saying? Are you serious <laughs> about what you're saying? Do you really mean that? Because, uh, girl, no. Do better for yourself. So, again, we're going back to the wedding night because we, you know, just saw that. So, they're going to redo it again. Um, and he is checking out her tattoos and she's real coy about, oh, and there's one you'll see later. Yeah, okay. What do we think it is? Is it like is it like the um like panther paws on the thigh? <laughs> like a tramp stamp. Tramp stamp. Do people still do that? I don't know. I don't know. I know that was cool when we were younger. I'm sure people still do it. I don't know. I've seen um men with Ew. tramp stamps. I mean, and, sorry. And that has confused me greatly. <laughs> sorry if you're a man with a tramp stamp. <laughs> No men are listening to us. Yes, they are. <laughs> are they? Mm-hmm. I've seen the demographics. Uh-oh. Well, well, maybe we shouldn't say chismosas in the, in the beginning. <laughs> There's some chismosos, too. Welcome chismosos as well. <laughs> Everybody's welcome. Come on Everyone. Down. All right. And Jose has a six-pack, and he cannot wait oh, to show her. Oh, my God. I got a little something here, maybe. You know what I'm saying? I might just be having a little something. You know, I might just I might just have a little something. Gag. And then I was like, okay, wait, is this produced? Because he did the exact same thing last episode, but he had clothes on. He had a different outfit on. Did he? Yeah, because he she had already changed it to her pajamas, and he had mm -hmm. on like his pajamas with the bow tie on still. And she's mm -hmm. like, oh, you still have your bow tie on. And he said the exact same line. I was going to do Chippendales thing and did a ab flash uh-huh that's true yeah so i'm like wait why did they do this twice producers hmm okay but you know it didn't take so much to to convince him to do it again 
because he could not wait to show the world that he has abs. And Rachel's into it. She's like, okay, Mm -hmm. mister, I got a gym at home. I see you got a little something. And she says, I'm still working on mine. I know. What happened to confident Rachel? That was a lie. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's like super supportive, though. I'll give that to Jose. He's like, oh, no, honey, you got it. (laughs) He said, you look amazing and you need to stop. Mm -hmm. And he turned around, direct eye contact with her, which didn't happen because she's like looking away, like Mm -hmm. embarrassed. Uh, But yeah, he was definitely like, cut that off. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I do, you know, as, as cringy as he is, I do appreciate that. He is trying to build her up. The entire yeah. episode, which is really cool. I'll give him that. You know, he's creepy. <laughs> Here's where he gets creepier. <laughs> so, you know, they're both gathering up their things to go change. Again, we have the scene with them unbuttoning the dress that we already saw last week. So why are you showing it to us again? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like you said, he's being very respectful, asks her limits. She's like, okay, do you want me to unbutton more? Or are you good there? She says she's fine. Um, then they cut to an ITM of him saying he doesn't want to rush her, but he would take whatever's offered on the wedding night. Yeah. But he's not going to push it. He didn't want to reject her and it would be not masculine to say no. You have to say yes. And I'm like, ew. Mm-hmm. You're disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And and I called it. I called it episode one, that machismo yeah. Kind of crap. I hate it. And I knew that's what he was all about. He's very ugh, gross. Anyway, so next next day, he tells the world that they kissed all night. And she she's like, oh, I love how he compliments me. Now, I wonder if that means compliments as in they go together. I thought she meant literal compliments. Okay, that he's been praising her all night. Right. Maybe so. But before that, they go to a scene of them together in bed. You know, she says, night one down, many more to go, Mm -hmm. which is maybe where they got, you know, the title from. Mm -hmm. And Jose says, I can't speak for both of us. But then he does speak for both of them anyway. And she's like, and that's fine because we're married and you're supposed to speak for me because I have no brain now. Thank you, husband. So gross. She's relieved. She thinks he's perfect. I don't know on what planet, but he's perfect to her. She thinks they're on the same page with everything, and she wonders what they're going to argue about. Is this a setup? She brings it up again with the friends and family, I I think, right? Yeah. It's brought up a few times this episode. So I'm like, okay, are they setting us up for them to ramp up to their first argument? Mm -hmm. What do you think their first argument is going to be about? Probably money. You think so? I think so. Hmm. I think she's probably messy. Hmm. I'm thinking maybe something on the honeymoon, like they have a disagreement about what they want to do. Maybe so. I don't know. We shall we'll see. see. They seem like they're, um, you know, ready to get to that first <laughs> argument. They seem really <laughs> pumped about it. They can't stop talking about it, which is weird. So they, go ahead. Even... Jose says at one point that he assumes it's going to happen sooner than later. Yeah, that was weird, too. Why would you say that? Why would you do that? On your first day of marriage. But in the end, he just wants to make her happy, like he said in his vows. Okay. He said a lot of things in his vows. 
that were troublesome. So that morning, they're going to meet with each other's friends and family. Uh, Jose meets up with her mom and Larice, her bestie. They put it all out there. <laughs> that she's messy. She can't drive. She holds grudges. She's great. But she has, <laughs> they just threw her under the bus on so many things. You know, they ask if how the night was before. Did he sleep well? He said that was all fine. Jose says he couldn't have made a better choice. He says that there's chemistry and connection, that she's gorgeous, and there's so many positive things. He can't think of what could go wrong or be negative. Again. He thinks that the feelings are mutual. Again, assuming for her. Mm-hmm. But apparently they have a lot of things in common, supposedly, unless she's just saying they have a lot of things in common, just like agreeing with him, which seems to be, according to her mom and and Larice, that that's her M.O., you know. Um, they talk about her mental notes. Red flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd say that he's going to really need to be open with his communication because anytime there's something that upsets Rachel, she will make a mental note. And that her friend said that's an indicator to her that, you know, something's wrong. And Rachel brings up later, too, that she kind of holds these things in. And, you know, instead of resolving the situation, she just folds into herself and kind of brushes it off. And then it gets to a point where all these things start building and building and building. And then she explodes. Super healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they also say her biggest fear is to be perceived as annoying. I'm kind of annoyed by her. So, <laughs> so it's valid. It's a valid fear. Yeah, I think that's an interesting word to use annoying she's probably been called that a lot just with the wedding alone she kept she like she was trying really hard i thought her laugh was a little i I have an annoying laugh i know i have an annoying laugh but her her laugh was a little annoying too (laughs) so i can say that since i have an annoying laugh is that how that works yep that's exactly how it works (laughs) okay Yeah, I once worked in retail, and they said they could hear my laugh from across the store. And that's how they knew I was there. (laughs) I believe it. She also doesn't like when people, when something's wrong, and then people go, what's wrong? Tell me what's wrong. I don't like that either. Don't needle. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. So, yeah, so he got all the the cheese mail on her. All the juice. Mm Mm-hmm. Not really cheese mid, those sound like facts, but there's that. <laughs> and and then she gets to have breakfast with mom, dad, and creepy stepmom. She was less creepy this day than she was the night before. <laughs> That's true. Giving us stepmom's a bad rap here. But Rachel says it's crazy how much that they have in common, you know, so much to the point that she thinks is it too good to be true? Then they get into, again, what do you think the first argument is going to be about? His stepmom asked that? I think so. Yeah. And then the dad says that, you know, Jose is crazy about time. She asks about how serious this structure thing is after he says that. And they're like, to the highest degree. Yeah, extremely. (laughs) Do not take that lightly. He's extremely structured. Although he's not... He's not per- like giving that off during this time with her. Not yet. Yeah. So that's why I think she's like, huh, you know, maybe they're exaggerating because he's just been kind of like 
what to her fun and goofy and all that. I can see them being on honeymoon and like she wants to sleep in, but he's like, no, we have activities at 10. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see that. She's like, can't we just like do, can't we just like chill out? And he's like, no, we're supposed to be doing this and this and this and this. Like, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that too. Uh, then his stepmom says that he's a financial guy. So there's not going to be any crazy spending, no splurging out of nowhere, anything like that. His credit score is his number one thing, says dad. He's got his expense board where he keeps track of all of his monthly expenses down to the penny. And Rachel says she's not a saver. That's not really her thing. So hopefully maybe he can help her with that. We're going to see if you get what you ask for. Something's telling me you are. (laughs) whether you like it or not (laughs) after this they get together and talk about you know what they learned from each other's families he brings up her her mental notes and and then she goes on in the itm to talk about how her mental notes and her grudges and her grievances you know have been kind of a negative thing in her life in the past and now she wants to you know really communicate and you know put everything out in the open so it doesn't get all bottled up and and she explodes so yeah i don't know about this she's this new rachel like was new rachel just born last night after the wedding so you've put none of this stuff into practice before (laughs) so now all of a sudden it's just gonna flip and change overnight well she hasn't she hasn't because this is her first date after her cheating husband or cheating boyfriend right Mm -hmm. so this is her first relationship after her cheating boyfriend um, so, of course, of course, she hasn't put this into practice at all. It's fine. It'll be fine. I, I don't know how this It's not going to go wrong. It'll be fine. <laughs> they both want open communication. Uh, then she brings up the spending. Mm-hmm. She says she's kind of YOLO. <laughs> and he says that he's, you know, been strict in the past to kind of prepare for being married and having a family, which he's, you know, on the path to now. So... Now he knows that he's good because he's been so responsible through his younger years. And he says he'll get them on the right path, even though she's not a saver and as savvy as him. Yeah. So basically he's going to control her finances and tell mm-hmm. her what she Here's can your allowance. and cannot, yep, can and cannot spend. Yep. Let's make you some space on the board. Yep. I'm not mad about the board. I, I, I keep track of all my finances on the spreadsheet. And the board the board seems like a good idea. I was like, that's kind of a good idea. So I can see it every day on the wall. A constant reminder. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, you have food in the pantry. <laughs> do not go to Whataburger. <laughs> yeah. I need to do that. I need a water chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I do love them chicken bites. Yummy. Not sponsored. Not yet. Come at me, Whataburger. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> we would love it. We'll make everything orange. Mm-hmm. I'm t- yeah. Logo, whatever you want. <laughs> Play as many commercials as you want. <laughs> yes. Better bring back that Dr. Pepper shake, though. I'm telling you. We're right here. We're in town. I know where headquarters is. <laughs> We can set the meeting up today. <laughs> that would be sweet. Anywho, so we kind of leave it there. And then we jump to day two. And we're packing. We're packing for the honeymoon. 
again. Whoa, these people. So we have Rachel putting her packing cubes in her luggage. She's like, swimsuits, date night outfits, pajamas. Then we see Jose dump the whole bowl of condoms into his luggage. Mm -hmm. And then Rachel's like, no, no, no. When I'm thinking, she's going to be like, no, no, no. We're not having sex on our honeymoon. It's no, no, no. That's not how you make babies. And he's like, you know what? You're right. Let's get these out of here. And dumps them out. (laughs) So cringe. How are you going to have a honeymoon baby with, you don't even know if you're going to stay together. Like, right? this is a stranger. What if you actually get pregnant? A baby for real is a lifetime. <laughs> yes. And then you have this fanatical freaking for life for 18 years plus. Mm-mm. You're in danger, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but they are obnoxiously smitten. They're They're into each other. I don't understand. Rachel expects to have fun, uh, but wants to make sure she takes the time on the honeymoon to get to know each other. Um, She wants to know as much as she can, as soon as she can. So she wants to know now. So I think, yeah, they're going to have sex on the honeymoon. Definitely. That's how I took that. Well, she already is trying to make babies. Mm -hmm. No, that's definitely how I took that. Like, she wants to see if they're sexually compatible, emotionally compatible, all those things. That's how I took it. Vacation, you can't find that stuff out. <laughs> That's true. That's like these people on 90 Day Fiance. They get with these people on bang trips and then they get stuck with them. And once they get to normal life, it's like, oh, wait, you're not like you are on vacation. Nobody's <laughs> like what they are on vacation. <laughs> when you're relaxed, you don't have anything to do. You have no worries in the world. Of course, you're having a good old time. Mm-hmm. But... That's neither here nor there. Then we get to the next cringe moment. What a weirdo. Like, why were they both in there at the same time? First of all, do we have to brush our teeth together? Wasn't that Johnny's dream? (laughs) Yes. Johnny probably would love to brush his teeth with Jose. (laughs) Oh, man. And I'm like her. I'm not bringing my expensive. Yeah. What is it called? Water pick or whatever. Yeah. On vacation? I definitely bring the toothbrush the dentist gives me in like the little travel bag. Yeah, the free toothbrush. I leave my good toothbrush at home. The one that if you leave it at the hotel, you're not going to care. Yeah, exactly. Because it was free. Exactly. Or it came in like a 12 pack. Can I brush your teeth? Was he joking? No, because then he said it again. (laughs) Later. She called him a freakazoid or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, she yeah, she said it was weird. To his face and behind his back. <laughs> and then they end it. And they end, yeah, they ended it right there. I'm like, what? What did he say to that? But before that, they're talking about what they want on this vacation. And she wants to be spontaneous. She wants to have adventures. He doesn't seem to be a spontaneous guy to me. But he's also saying, whatever she wants, I'm going to do it. So he's vacation Jose. Mm. (laughs) We'll see. She asked if uh, they could go skydiving. And he's like, I mean, if that's what you want to do, I guess. (laughs) But he says, you know what? I'll I'll jump out of a plane for you. I won't take a bullet for you, but I'll jump out of a plane. What a brave husband. (laughs) He's only taking a bullet for his mama. Mm-mm. she's not there yet she's not she's not on that level you know how he likes his levels she's right here 
not up here. He brings up the damn checklist again. She's hitting all the all the checklists, all the points on the checklist. But it doesn't matter. He's not taking a bullet for her. Nope. Mm -mm. That's all I have for them. You have anything else? No, well, that's pretty much where they wrapped it up. Next couple, Gil and Mirla. Grillia. Grillia. <laughs> oh, this woman and this man. Wedding night. It me out. Oh my gosh. I don't want to talk about dead dads on your wedding night. Bruh. Again, this damn trauma bonding is horrible. Horrible. I'm glad that they can understand each other, but I'm sad that they brought this up on their wedding night. Yeah, production did a couple foul things this episode that I was like, this was unnecessary. Um, we opened to Gil in an ITM saying that 24 hours ago, you know, I was a Houston firefighter alone and now I'm married and I'm going to bed with a stranger. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, but this is what I wanted and the stranger is what I asked for. So he tells Mirla it was kind of the, you know, best case scenario. They started kind of talking about the wedding and he says that it was nice to have her family there. And that's when we start getting to the trauma bonding. But man, he is so, um, I know a lot of time has passed. Yeah. But he's he, the, he telling the story. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so heartbreaking. I don't know. That's so crazy to have your dad murdered and, or, you know, have your dad just taken away like that. Right. It's crazy. And then for you to marry somebody who's like, me too. Cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's bizarre. Uh, but she doesn't want to talk about it. She doesn't want to talk about her dad. She just wants to get some rest. Yeah, she says she she says she says talks about it all the time and doesn't want to talk about it right now. Yeah. But she does like how vulnerable he is. But she turns down that foot rub. Absolutely not. Never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Take a free foot rub. What if he's some weird, freaky foot fetish person and you don't know? And he's getting his jollies on the first night and you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about her being a dominatrix. What are you into, Gil? Hmm. Hmm. Don't touch my feet. Get out of here. He's trying to get anything. <laughs> anything. Any kind of touch whatsoever. He's going to take it. Well, didn't work. Haha, <laughs> your trick didn't work. Mm-mm. Not at all. We get to the next day. They both say how normal and comfortable they feel with each other. And it feels like they've been married a while, even though it's only been one night. <laughs> Gil gets into um, saying that he wondered what she was going to look like in the morning and that she's just as gorgeous. Good move. Nice. Is that like a thing for real? Yeah. You know, uh, my stepson, he, he shows me videos of like people who have done like that look really gorgeous with the makeup and the contouring and stuff. And then they take the makeup off. Like, and I think, it, I don't know. It's like TikTok. And, and it's, it's major. It is major. Well, I know I look drastically different if I like beat my face, but I'm not scared. My regular face looks bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, bitch, I'm still cute. Uh, hello. That's probably happened to him though. Where he, he goes out with the girl and she looks amazing. And then he wakes up to her the next morning like, yeah. 
Is that a thing the other way around? Like, were you ever worried about that? No. I don't think so either. There's not a lot to guys. Mm, <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but. Mm, I don't think so. Her face is still going to be the same. We're the fools over here painting ourselves up and shaving and putting on the spanks and all that. Idiots. <laughs> what are we thinking? Come on, ladies. Well, that's why I don't do that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that anymore. Not for you. I do it for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I look cute. There me. you go. Own it. Own it. But yeah, she still looks cute in the morning. Well, because she didn't really wear anything. I guess that's part of her thing, too, because she didn't really wear makeup. Yeah. All she has is the lashes, and those are perm. So yeah, they're always going to be there. Yeah. They Then they talk about their dads again. And she again says like she under, she likes how he understands exactly how it feels. And then she goes into her story where her... Now, I didn't get if it's her half... He said half-sister, and she said yes. Was it her half-sister, or you think it's stepsister? Half-sister. Meaning they have the same dad? Yeah. So that half-sister murdered her own dad? Apparently. That's crazy. Wait, mm, but now that you're saying that, because the whole thing was he was supposed to be harassing her, which makes me think they're not related. I don't know. Either way, crazy, crazy story. Gil even says it's like a telenovela. Yeah. Accurate. She didn't say how long after they confessed, right? She just said that they eventually did. I kind of want, because I do love true crime, I kind of want to dig into this, but I also feel like creepy doing that because <laughs> it's an actual person and I feel bad. Yeah. All right. And then we get into the meet the family, meet the friends. Gil gets points for remembering everybody's name. So that was cool. Did better than me. Yeah, I didn't know any of those guys' names. <laughs> but he's a fool. He thinks that it's going to be easy. It's going to be relaxing because it's going to be with all the boys, you know? And nah. Like, why would you think talking to her brother would be relaxing? Like, that's yeah. after dad. <laughs> that's the next most intimidating. And it's her older brother. Yeah. And then the brother, the brother wants to know what the red flags for him are, which I thought were interesting. That's an interesting phrase to use on your own sister. You know what I mean? Because he already knows. <laughs> he already knows that money is going to be a problem. Yeah. Okay, is he an accountant or something? Why is he managing her money? That's what I figured, and that's what I hope. I hope he's he means like her investments mm. and not necessarily her day-to-day stuff. Because um, he did say, you know, she saves the exact amount she's supposed to be saving. So it made me think that maybe that's what he does professionally. And that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping he's not like Jose <laughs> <laughs> giving her an allowance, which I don't see that at all. She, she, she seems like she can handle herself. So, And that's what he says. He says that, you know, she's responsible with her spending. Um, she can sustain it on her own. She's the type of lady who doesn't need a man for anything. She's got it. She's been taking care of herself. And she's not going to expect him to you know maintain her lifestyle at all which is what we discussed last time right i was like the only thing they'll probably have to go in on her is like a household you know and i would hope that they would be proportionate 
with that household. But mm. that's when Gil says he likes someone who can speak their mind. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that's cool with him. And then that's when Juan gives out his warning. Yes. You know, you need to keep your word, you know, be a man of your word. And as long as you do what you're saying you're going to do, then you won't have to see my bad side. Yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> Nobody cracked a smile. Nobody was giving him any good vibes. Yeah, they were all pretty, pretty serious. Yeah. So I don't think he did well with this crew. But do you think that was on purpose? She sent them to intimidate him? Maybe. I mean, I don't know why you'd want to do that, but... Yeah. Again, it's mere love. Yeah, you would think you'd want to welcome somebody into your family, but I guess not. She doesn't do a great job either. Shocker. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. I'm moody. Okay, what was this outfit? It's like sweats, right? No, it was like some weird patchy deconstructed like jeans and she had heels. Then she had a belly shirt on with a floor length trench coat. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't take notice. I don't care. It was weird. She dresses weird. (laughs) (laughs) And not like good weird. She's trying to be a fashionista. Well, she is not doing a good job. She looks crazy. (laughs) But that's because she was moody. Can I go to bed now? Can I go to bed now? Can I go to bed now? No. Be social, bitch. (laughs) And we saw this already in the previous episodes where during the wedding, she was complaining about how long it was taking. Mm -hmm. She says they didn't get back to the room till 2.45, which isn't even that late. Like if you went out like on a night out, Mm -hmm. that's about what time you would get home. Yeah. It's your wedding night. Wouldn't you want to live it up and have a good time? But not her. She needs her beauty rest. I guess. Did you like Gil's friends? They were okay. (laughs) I thought they were cute. I I like that he chose um, women to represent him. Like he was going to send Tristan and uh, Willie? That would have been even... (laughs) We know how much she likes better. That would have been awesome. (laughs) That's fun. That would have... Yeah, that would have been a sight to see. (laughs) They tell her he's passionate. He's loyal. No, he's emotionally loud. (laughs) passionate (laughs) but they also warn her if you say one thing and you do something else that's really gonna annoy him and that he's gonna tell you yep and then she says she's whiny at least she knows she's whiny Mm -hmm. she's particular she hasn't lived with anybody in about eight years um she's afraid of gil being messy because she likes her house a certain way. She has her cleaning lady that comes. She's got her Roomba. <laughs> she doesn't care about the damn dog. <laughs> the dog better not shed anywhere or she's going to kill it. <laughs> she didn't say that. But <laughs> she does say she's not into really animals. After the um, friends are saying that, you know, he's an animal lover and he's really good with kids. Anybody who loves animals is good with babies Mm -mm. i guess i don't know where that correlation came from because those aren't two totally different things yeah but okay (laughs) and then they get together and recap right Mm Mm-hmm. she says she throws tantrums she tells him she throws tantrums but she'll at least tell you she's throwing the tantrum (laughs) so juvenile then they kind of start talking about finance yes Um, again gil says he's not at all motivated by money 
and she's the complete opposite. Yes. She always wants to find out how she can make more, 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 mm-hmm. more, more. But I hate that they leave it. They just leave it there. Like, you know there was more conversation than that. No, that was it. They just stopped talking. <laughs> that is going to be so crazy. I can't wait for that first argument. It's coming. So that's where they leave that, even though that's dumb. And then we get to day two. They get their honeymoon package. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's like, oh, I needed a hat. But I can't put it on because I have my jungle. That was really funny. I get that. I get that. <laughs> well, he says, well, then you can get a visor. I don't like visors. Okay. Oh, here's some sunscreen. But it's not 100 SPF. How come you got an eye mask and I didn't get an eye mask? It's in your hand. Oh, well, I can't use it anyway because I have lashes. <laughs> Jesus. Poor Gil's like, damn, you can't do anything. That was <laughs> Like, what the hell? <laughs> how about just say, oh, how sweet. Thanks. Thanks, production, for sending this. It's very thoughtful. Nope. No grace whatsoever. And it only gets worse as soon as they get to the resort. I know. She complains about everything the second they mm-hmm. walk in the door. First, the neighbors are too close. Then the pool sucks. Then you can't see the water. You can't hear the ocean. There's no beach access for her. It's not nice. It looks like a senior community. <laughs> if this, I didn't have a dream honeymoon, but this isn't it. It's not that great. I will give her that. It's not that great, but it is a free honeymoon. So even if this is not what her dream honeymoon is, guess what? Y'all can go on another one by yourselves. Easy. Just say thank you and move it along. And have a week at the beach. Right? A free week at the beach. Just take it. Bill kind of expresses that she doesn't appreciate this Mm -hmm. honeymoon at all. That he thinks, you know, it shouldn't really matter about where you are. It should be about the moment. you and your partner. Yeah. Right. And, you know, yeah, making moments together and spending time together mm-hmm. where you are is just that's frivolous. And you should still be making the best of, you know, what you have. Like when she's looking out the window and saying, oh, I don't like the patio out here. He's like, but it's a beautiful ocean view. And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, at night. She's like the exact opposite of a person you want to spend a vacation with. It's going to be a miserable, miserable honeymoon for them. Even when he, they're trying to order food, he's like, what do you want, a salad? And she's like, I don't eat salad all the time, but I want a salad. <laughs> but they both laugh at that. That was kind of funny. <laughs> and then the, when they're sitting down to eat, she says, she's easy to please. In and what like, world? <laughs> In what world is she easy to please? And she's like, you think I'm high maintenance? And he says, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely, you're high maintenance. I don't think she knows what high maintenance means. Because it doesn't mean what she thinks it means. (laughs) Yeah, because she has said it a couple times that she's not Mm -hmm. high maintenance. She just wants what she wants. Yes. Which makes her high maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) She's a cuckoo bird. She is. This is going to be a hell week. (laughs) I know he's gonna be so miserable the only thing that he probably is gonna have a good time with is like hanging out with the guys probably exactly Mm -hmm. get away from yeah for sure while she has a miserable time being a bitch to all the other girls (laughs) yes yeah she's gonna make it miserable for the girls no she's not they're just gonna ignore her yeah maybe so they're gonna let her just pout 
Okay, you be pouty. We're going to have fun. Ooh, I wonder who if she's going to get into it with any of the girls. I can see that. I don't know. We'll see if she feels froggy. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask if you think they'll smash. Nope. <laughs> That's a quick no. That's not going to happen. Again, they haven't even held hands. Have they looked at each other hard yet even? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even know. It's not going to happen. Sorry, Gil. All right. <laughs> Next couple, Ryan and Brett. Wedding night. I'm excited to meet you more. Ryan is awkward. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> like I said, you haven't seen the other season, seasons, but he's giving very Henry vibes, very, um, what was old boy last season with Haley? Jake? Yes. Jake vibes? Yeah. Maybe so. There was another 90, or not 90 day, another Married at First Sight guy that was just like really super quiet and just strange. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, of course, those marriages never work out. He's super awkward, super introverted. He's bumbling. He's nervous. And then she brings up the sneakers and that they saved her, her feet. And he's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. And she's like, oh, I thought you did that intentionally. And he's like, uh, no, I guess I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> like, hello, what are you doing? Mm-mm. Man, I hate when people put luggage on the bed. Because it's dirty. It is dirty. And they keep doing it. It was driving me nuts. They literally have little thingies for you to put your luggage on. Exactly. Exactly. I 100% agree with this stance. <laughs> Don't put your dirty COVID airport luggage in the bed. <laughs> yes, you heard it here first. Yeah. Was there <laughs> Lysol wipes involved? I saw not a can of Lysol. Nope. I know when I went to the beach a couple weeks ago, I definitely had a fresh canister of mm -hmm. Lysol and a fresh Same. tube of Clorox wipes. Same. Wet ones. Yep. All that. No, baby, we are not playing around out in the streets. <laughs> Delta is Same. not getting us. <laughs> no, ma'am. Other thing I took away from this was Brett's roots. Yeah, were they like extra bad? Was the lighting different or something? I don't know. Because I, like, I don't remember it being that noticeable before, but it was really noticeable in this episode. I was like, girl, you're getting married. Why wouldn't you get your hair redone right before your wedding? Because you're dumb. That's crazy. Ugh. Especially if somebody else is paying for it. Right? Ridiculous. So we go to them again uh, mm -hmm. with the dress scene. And, you know, again, she tells him, don't undo the whole zipper. And he's like, well, it's your fault if your butt crack falls out. <laughs> <laughs> then he's like, okay, well, she's like, okay, I'm going to go change. And he's like, well, enjoy yourself. I'm going to be here eating the snacks, the little desserts and champagne. <laughs> I think he's funny. I think he's funny. But there's just sometimes I'm like, ah, come on, Ryan. I don't think he's trying to be funny. <laughs> I think he's trying to be funny there. I think he was trying to be funny. Yeah, um, okay, maybe there, but there sometimes there's some things he says that I'm like, this is the, you, you mean this, this isn't a joke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Like you're saying, being sarcastic, but yeah, no, you mean this. People online are hating him. They hate him so much. They're like, you're so he's born just so as fuck. awkward, yeah. <laughs> 
And I can't see, like, because he seems like he does well mm-hmm. in whatever he's doing. You would think that he's a little more, maybe he has a little more, I don't know, charisma than what he's showing. But I don't know. Unless he's just, like, not into her whatsoever and he's just trying to play the part. And that's why. It doesn't why... seem that way, really. No? I don't know. He could have just been on the market so long that this is just, like, <laughs> clockwork for him. Somebody said he looks like a divorced dad. <laughs> I've seen that comment. <laughs> you remember when I said last week I couldn't place his look? Maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> divorced dad on a on a Saturday at Denny's. <laughs> that's what he is. Not Denny's. Oh man! All right. So we hop to the next day. Do you want to hop to the next day, or you got more on on wedding night? There's still more stuff on wedding night. All right, go for it. I just thought it was kind of boring, so I kind of breezed through it. <laughs> Brett is in the bathroom. Again, she talks about her anxiety with being without her makeup and being in her pajamas and all that kind of stuff. It's been over two years since she slept with anyone, like literally and figuratively. Just in case you forgot. She really wants you to know it's been two years. She brings it up all the time. 123 days (laughs) like girl why are you counting down ryan she says she thinks that ryan is someone that she needs and that's why they were matched ryan says that he couldn't have the day couldn't have gone any better um he feels good feels successful about the marriage they race to blow out uh the candles in the room And then that's again when Ryan says, you know, he's ready for whatever direction the night may go. (laughs) And he says, while they're in bed, he's talking to her and he's like, you know, I blame you for our kiss mishap at the altar. He's like, so I'm going to have to uh, one at some point, I'm going to have to steal my kiss back. And she says, "Okay." But did you pick up? I think it's more the next day that she's not feeling him because she's like, I'm not an affectionate person that has to build I didn't notice it. I think I thought they're just they're just so awkward period that all their interactions I think that's what she finds unattractive is how introverted he is. I don't know. We'll get more into it. So they wake up, they do a little like couples cam and she says, He's married and already is not wearing his ring. Night one. <laughs> I don't sleep with my wedding ring on. It's like I don't wanna have this thing on. Red flag. Uh, my husband doesn't wear his wedding ring, but mostly because of his job. I don't, I don't want him to lose his finger. <laughs> That'd probably be good. Yeah. Eat all the fingers. Thank you. You don't have to get married again. Yeah, they might have a million things to do that day, but they don't have to get married again. <laughs> Brett says she feels comfortable waking up with Ryan, but it's weird to call him her husband. Mm -hmm. Uh, She says, oh, is this what you're talking about when she's talking about how she needs to build the urge to like want to kiss him and, you know, be touchy feely with him, but she can see it. She says she can see it. She has to say that. (laughs) She doesn't. Uh, They got a lot of episodes ago. She has to say it. (laughs) No, she doesn't. Mm. Anyway, so then they're getting to the the family and friends part. So, man, 
Ryan just fucks up here. Ryan does not make a good impression. The dad is not impressed. Nobody's impressed here at all. He has no questions. He has no questions about Brett whatsoever. Mm -mm. And then they, he, they're like, well, what'd you notice right off the bat? And then he said, oh, the red hair. And that some, some people can pull it off and some don't. But then he doesn't say that she could pull it off. <laughs> More specifically, he says there's no in-between. If Redheads are either beautiful or they're not. And he didn't say that the shape is beautiful. I'm like, oh, no. So awkward. So awkward. Well, after that, uh, her dad asks if he was thinking about, you know, ever thinking about backing down or backing out. And he says, there's no way. Um, you know, nothing can top last night. The dad still doesn't look impressed. Well, I mean, he, and then other than that, yeah, he doesn't, he says nothing else. <laughs> uh, did you know that Ryan's dad wasn't there for the breakfast? I thought that was kind of interesting. It was the mom, sister, and the friend, the bestie. I'm not surprised he didn't want to go to the wedding in the first place. So why would he go to breakfast? He didn't care. Yeah, he was a sourpuss the whole time. He has to warn us about diabetes. He doesn't have time for breakfast. <laughs> diabetes. Yeah, this sister is such a bitch. Yep. She's like, Brett asks, why do you think we were matched? And the sister says, don't look at me. Why are you here then? To be on television. <laughs> but his friend says that they have complementary personalities. You know, he says that Ryan's dating history is so monotonous that he dates potatoes <laughs> or props. Like, no substance. No substance whatsoever. Beautiful bimbos, probably. Probably. Mm. Which is why his communication skills suck so bad, because he never had to yeah, talk to anybody. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. That's, that's probably true. Uh, I think Brett did great, though. I think she even won over the sister who was smiling at the end, saying that, you know, she's going to be her most authentic self. What you see is what you get, and she doesn't want to kind of put a you know, a, a facade over the whole thing and, and make him fall in love with somebody she's not, she that she's not, basically. So, and everybody was, yeah. They also say that if they're going to stay married, um, that he's a bit of a shy introvert and she needs to pull him out of his shell a bit. And she mm -hmm. says she's never had to do that before. Mm -hmm. I know, is it her job to do that? Apparently, yes, that's her wifely <laughs> duty. I guess so. The mom says nothing this whole time. I mean, yeah, these brunches were... Mm. Then they get together to recap. And Ryan says he knows where he get, she gets her openness and her warmth from, from. Her family was very pleasant. Yeah, he says they were very welcoming and easy to talk to. Mm -hmm. And she says her family is introverted, a.k.a. terrible. And he says he talked to his friend and that he knows that he told Brett that, you know, she needs to pull him out a little bit, but he doesn't think that. And he thinks that she doesn't think that either. So at least they got that. That's They're on the same page with that one. But are they wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Because from what I see, he's, he's like a mannequin man. Like, he's the prop. He's just there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Because you're, you're right. Like, even with the guys, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. He's just there. Yeah. He's just there. 
They say they're excited about the honeymoon, but Brett is afraid of planes. The next clip they show of them is them at the airport. You know, they're trying to scavenge for coffee and food, but they're hoping that maybe once they get on the plane, they can, you know, get settled, get some coffee, get some food. But they said they were flying business class, so why aren't they in, like, the Sky Club getting food and coffee? I don't know. Technicalities. And COVID times, too. Maybe they don't have all that going on. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, because I know they have it now, but I was going to ask, at this point, were they even serving anything on planes? Because I know that stopped for a minute. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't, they weren't doing drink service or any kind of food service. Oh, yeah. And I want to say, I don't I don't know quite the timeline here, but I want to say this was probably February, March time. Yeah, because they got married at the end of, they got married at the end of January, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe so. So maybe February. Or late, late January, early February. When was the freeze? No, that was uh, February 15th, my birthday. The freeze happen. I wonder if that's going to play into the season. That'd be really interesting. It should. That'd be really, really interesting. I'm sure it will. Can't wait for that. So she's a bad flyer, apparently. Where I wanted is to see the this. footage? Show yes. us the video. Because he is like appalled. <laughs> yeah, he even said that if they were just dating, that would have been a deal breaker. That would have been it. He wouldn't have dated her any further based on the way that she acted on the plane. He said she probably made a child cry. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world happened? I want to see this. I don't know. He is turned off right Major. there. Yeah. Boner killer. Um, she, But then she's like, oh, she felt so safe with Ryan. <laughs> I think he even said, yeah, because I can control the plane. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's what I'm talking about when he says like little side <laughs> stuff like that. And I was like, you're not joking. You mean that. Mm-hmm. That's all I have on them. But I need to see that footage. <laughs> well, the only other note I have is, who's cleaning that up? Whoever started romanticizing rose petals is the devil. <laughs> who's cleaning that up? I'm not cleaning that up. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, they're in a hotel fine. There's people that are... Paid, paid to do to that. Do That's so. their job. I did see Bao pick up rose petals and like place them in her hand. And I think she was like throwing them away. <laughs> no. But yeah. I think they were just trying to make this um, family resort sexy. Good job. But, <laughs> Not. but those sheets were loud. <laughs> those sheets were loud. Yeah. And didn't they have like those like leaf print curtains and stuff mm-hmm. it is not a romance like i hate to say it i was kind of with Merla about the room i'd be grateful for the beach and the free trip and all that stuff but the room wasn't sexy <laughs> it was not giving off any honeymoon vibes but you're supposed to make your own vibes i get like i said i wouldn't be complaining over a f- free trip i take it all right next couple michaela and zach these two this pissed me off. How your friend tests positive for COVID. And then you still went through with all of this. That's what I wrote in my notes. Like, is that a setup? You know, them having a super spreader wedding. Is that production setting us up? Because, I mean, we know from the trailers 
that he gets it. Mm-hmm. But we don't know when. And his ass gets on a plane. Right. You know, like, ugh. Yeah. So gross. I'm so mad. And that's irresponsible. Like, how did he it's get on so a plane without knowing? With, like, with results pending? Yeah. Possibly. Yes. Like, I know it's not a requirement that, you know, you show that you've tested negative not to travel domestically. But, yeah. But still, how can you do that? Yeah. Well, yeah, one, it's on production. But one, it's on him, too. Like, not only are you exposed... Well, he exposed all his friends, all his family, his new bride. All the crew? Mm-hmm. The whole crew. Now the whole plane. All these people at the resort? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, he was talking about how you know, he's worried about his friend who tested positive. He's gushing about her. And she's, she's saying she's leaning in, whatever. She's all in. She's going to put her whole self into this relationship and, and do her best so because her life is about to be beautiful mm-hmm. shut up <laughs> hey and then they talk about the candles the embers the embers that i told you he was gonna burn down the damn room last week <laughs> you brought it up yes and zach is the big spoon uh let me go to the next day he doesn't seem too into her being all up in his face. Nope. Because she asked, you know, how are my cuddles? And he says, amazing. But, you know, we're in a king-size bed and I still don't have <laughs> any space to myself. <laughs> yeah, he did not look. <laughs> she says she warned him not to run because she wants to be next to him. And he says, he'll get used to it. No, you won't. You'll mm-hmm. never get used to it. Because I know I'm not. I hate that. Don't be all talk. Don't be all on top of me. Yeah, I'm the person who's like, I'm cold, cuddle me. Okay, I'm good, go away. <laughs> no, not even that. No? Yeah, I'm, I get hot. I'm a hot sleeper. Me too. After a while. And then again, he said, knock on wood, I'm going to test positive for COVID tomorrow. Don't say that. He only snores when he's uh, sick or very, very tired. And she says she sleeps like a rock, so... That doesn't really matter. And she asks him when he was sick last. This is why I think all this stuff is producer driven. Like, why would you ask somebody get mm-hmm. like randomly? I don't know. Oh yeah. By the way, when was the last time you were sick? Yeah. Well, maybe now that she knows his friend has COVID, <laughs> it might <laughs> it might be a thought in her mind. Jeez. They're eating breakfast, and then they start talking about uh, you know their habits, basically. And she says she's passive. That she uh, goes into relationships after having this kind of laissez-faire attitude. Like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Are you done? Are we done? Okay, great. And he's like, oh, I'm kind of the same. Red flag. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you both can't just be like, whatever. Like somebody has to give a shit. <laughs> okay, and she also says she doesn't speak up on things that bother her. I don't see that. I feel like if something's bothering her, she's probably going to say something. Um, I don't know if she'll necessarily say something, but you'll know some you'll know there's a problem. Well, we saw that preview. Yeah. You're a motherfucking liar. I don't know. 
She's speaking on it. <laughs> she says she's not a jealous person, but she's possessive. AKA jealous. Yeah, but worse. <laughs> right. <laughs> not only do I not want you talking to them. You're also mine. I own you. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. All right. So after their breakfast, they meet up for brunch or lunch with their families. Zach kind of earns some points with the sisters walking in. Hey, family. Their sisters eat it up. They love it. Mm-hmm. See, he says he's running on fumes, but um, he's really enjoying Michaela. She's exceeding his expectations and he's, you know, getting, he's looking forward to getting to know, getting to know her more. Let's see, the sisters start kind of giving their advice. He asks, you know, what should I know? They let him know that if she's excited about something, then you need to be excited about it too. Gas her up on it. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than you being hype about something and then your partner like not giving shit. Yeah. Truth. I love I love when my husband gives like fake enthusiasm. Oh, that's interesting. I was like, you don't care. <laughs> very sweet but he doesn't care (laughs) he tried he tries i think i do the same thing with fishing oh yeah that's that's great see there you go (laughs) it works uh they talk about her being the baby um so that she's protected and has been her whole life so now that they're passing her off to him he needs to be that protector yeah i can see this i can see how she hasn't had to I don't know, be on her own at all because she's always had that emotional support from her family, which isn't necessarily bad, I guess, but um, emotionally it doesn't seem like she's intact. So maybe, well, maybe that's the bad part. They go into um, trust. They, uh, her sister says that, you know, they're trusting him with her now and that, you know, that's an, a big thing. They're going out on the leap of faith, giving him that trust. But once it's lost, it's going to be hard to get back if you can even get it back. Mm-hmm. So tread lightly. You know, um, one of the things I read online was somebody pointed out how drastically different their families are. That Zach's family is very classy and and uh, educated and, and whatever. But I really didn't see that at all. Like, I... I think her sisters are pretty classy. They are well-spoken. Michaela's just a lot, you know? (laughs) A big personality. Exactly, exactly. But people were trying to say that, that, you know, that he's a spoiled little rich kid and she's from the hood and that's why they're not going to make it. I was like, there's a lot of reasons why they're not going to make it, but I don't think it's because of their financial background. (laughs) Yeah. I don't see them as being drastically different. Yeah, yeah. She's just, yeah, like you said, has a lot of personality and he has very little, <laughs> in my opinion. Womp womp. We cut to her with his family. And, you know, what did you think of our Zachary? He's gorgeous. If she calls him man gorgeous one more time, I'm over <laughs> it. I'm over it. He's not that damn cute. Or gorgeous. Gorgeous. Uh, but the dad puts it out there and he's like, he's spoiled. <laughs> and the mom says, no, he's particular. Which, the, those aren't synonyms. They aren't. They're so, not at all. <laughs> those are two mean, totally different things. Different things. 
I go in and I, they talk about how he loves children. He's so good with children and she's ready to pop him out. <laughs> His brother says, you know, he's so great with kids. You think he has like five of them. And she says, well, maybe he will one day. <laughs> no girl. Thirst bucket. Kayla strikes again. And here she is. <laughs> and she's here to stay because she comes back later. And then they bring up, how are you? How do you? go about resolving conflict and here's where she just lies her <laughs> face off <laughs> she lies through her teeth she doesn't name call she's a respectful fighter no shouting if it's getting real bad they just need to walk away from each other we know that didn't happen oh and this is what i thought was fucked up for production talking about her parents and how you know they weren't the best example of conflict resolution and she says, you know, they were married a long time before her dad passed away. And that's why he wasn't at the wedding. And then they cut to a clip of the wedding where, you know, her and Zach are sitting at the head table and the DJ gets on the mic and is like, can we get Michaela to the dance floor for a dance with her dad? That was so fucked up. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, why would they do that? Like even, okay, Zach doesn't know, but production knows. That's they messed do. up. Did they do that to Mirla at her wedding? No. No. Did they mm -mm. call out Johnny's dad at his wedding? No. No. Like, why would they do that? I thought that was so incredibly rude and disrespectful. I agree. But so classy of Zach's dad to go and dance with her. Right. He says it was an honor. <laughs> so sweet. I love Zach's dad. How come Zach didn't get any of the that his personality? <laughs> Yeah, his he seems fun. Even his dance moves. I'm like, all right, Dan. <laughs> and then he makes he makes fun of Zach. <laughs> yes. When he's excited, he starts bumbling his words. <laughs> uh, when they get together, um, Zach points out that they're hard to impress. So, mm -hmm. you know, but that she's wonderful and amazing. And I'm sure she did well, blah, 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 blah. And then he said he felt really warm and comfortable with her family, so. Yeah. And then she goes off to get her Black Lady vacation braids. Yeah, she does. Because if there's one thing we do, if we're going on vacation, we get braids. <laughs> it's smart. It's just a smart thing to do. It saves so much time. I'm sure it does. Now, I personally am not a part of the box braid congregation because <laughs> I don't want to sit that long to have them put the braids in because it takes hours. Just give me two good French braids, put me a little extra hair at the end to make them ridiculously long, and I'm good. <laughs> Beautiful. Her braids look nice, though. They do look good. Good enough where they consummated the marriage. I was getting ready to say good <laughs> enough to pull on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But Zach isn't getting I'll... into that because it's too inappropriate. Yeah. He's so stupid. I'm not going to kiss and tell, but we had sex. Well, even in the like little couples cam, he's like, how are you doing this morning? Uh -huh. And she's like, oh, I'm good. I'm just so happy. And he's like, happy about what? And she's just like, oh, waking up to my husband. And what else? <laughs> That's his age showing for real. Yeah. Like, congratulations, Zach. You had sex with your wife. Kudos. <laughs> and then we jump to... Zach feels sick. <laughs> I think I've got the black lung pop. 
And he's like, oh, I'm going to find out my COVID test tomorrow. We already talked about that. And he still got on the damn plane. Aggravating. So good thing they have that uh, kid's bedroom. <laughs> so he can go yeah. sleep in there since he's sick. In the preview, it looks like she's mad about it. Okay. Well, okay. So that's the episode. That's the episode. Yes. That's episode four in the books. Yeah. The preview for next week. I don't know. What what is happening? Why is she so mad? She's mad. She's like mad. I'm mad. I woke up alone, like alone in the bed, alone in the room. Like, what do you mean for you to be this mad? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I can't emotionally be next to you or something. And then she said something about, Oh, I'm so mean, huh? Da, 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 da. I'm like, What is this? What is this fight? I'm yes. alarmed. It's what is happening? Very confusing. <laughs> But I don't know. We'll see you next week. Um, what else happened in the preview? Oh, I can't even tell you. They had Jose and Rachel. They are on a boat. Making out. Oh, yeah. Making out in front of everybody after Gil's like, who kissed? Oh, just not me? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, hold my beer. <laughs> gross. They're so gross. They didn't show. Did they show any more of Mirla complaining? Probably. You're probably she's probably gonna complain every episode. Oh, they had Johnny and Bao. Johnny was like that ass though. Yes. She looks good. <laughs> she did look good. Yeah. Little Bao. We see what you was hiding. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it should be very interesting. <laughs> yeah, next week looks good. I'm excited finally to be done with the honeymoon, uh, the the wedding. wedding night, the wedding, the traveling. We're finally here. Hopefully, get some drama. Everybody, pour up them pina coladas. Let's get it popping. I know. Next episode, I need to get a drink. I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right. Anything else, Igby? No, that's it for me. Yeah. Same. Same here. It was quite the roller coaster. <laughs> it was all right episode's all right there wasn't anything super super fun i think there was some cringe moments that people were talking about for sure yeah but uh yeah i'd give it like a a six or seven out of ten fair enough (laughs) all right well that is episode four we will see you next week with episode five Uh, make sure to like (laughs) subscribe And look for us on social media um, and share. Tell your friends, like Igby said last week. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Five stars, five stars, five stars. Yes. But that's it from your Chismosa Queens, Chisme Queens, Chismosas and Chismosos that we've said. (laughs) Guys listen to, apparently, two of them probably. Mm, It might be more than two. (laughs) <laughs> I hope so. I hope more than two guys listen. That'd be awesome. Hopefully one is not my husband. Mm, he could be learning all these secrets. <laughs> oh, no, I don't care about that. I'm just saying that it'd be a person we didn't know who would be enjoying your show. <laughs> I don't care that he knows. He knows everything. It don't matter. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're happy to do this, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.